G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. gentlemen i don't know how it is in north carolina but it's actually a really beautiful day as we're recording this it's like 60 something degrees 61 degrees it's sunny outside it's supposed to rain Mm -hmm. like a lot of the week but yeah man we here um yeah you know my co's rob bobby g me and gerald apj and another edition of a thousand jumpers so let's get to it bro no more football and it's kind of weird it's the first podcast we're not talking about football in like seven eight months seven eight months well technically you just talk about football so i mean like extensively you know like there's no game we're we're recapping giving our opinion on nfl youtube they're dropping highlights of all the main players i was watching jamar chase highlights today and i was like that's dope I can't. I don't. I just. I can't really watch NFL highlights like that. You're bugging. Why not? Like, it's just like it got to be a certain time. Like, it got to be a certain day. Like, I gotta just want to watch NFL highlights that day. I watch like, highlights. I, I watch interviews. I can watch. I can watch an interview, and I can watch like NBA highlights and shit. But like NFL highlights. Yeah, you gotta, cause it takes so much to develop. It depends on on the 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 position. Like I can watch a, a running back highlights any day of the week. A receiver's highlights. Yeah, if it's Reggie Bush or something. But a quarterback, yeah. if this is a stoic quarterback, I'm not really trying to watch you unless you're like a surgeon, like a Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or something. I can't watch a Peyton Manning highlights or Tom Brady highlights because there ain't no highlights. Yeah, they just... a Tom Brady highlight. It's a Randy Moss highlight. <laughs> like. Any other highlight that he had done to anybody else? Right. Well, Gronk. Highlight that is amazing. I think NFL they did one. It was like every Randy Moss touchdown over fifty yards, and it was ten minutes long. <laughs> it was so great. That's and they crazy. and they forgot one. That's what made it crazy. <laughs> they forgot the uh, That's crazy. the two thousand seven the the one that broke the record. They forgot that one. Why? How do you forget that? I, I don't know. I mean, Randy Moss got 10 minutes of greatness of just like 50 Bro. yard bombs. But the, nothing's ever going to beat Vince Carter, top 100 ducks. That's literally the you best. You know what's crazy? The dude, he did like, his name was Maximilian. That was literally like one of the greatest, like, you, one of the original GOAT YouTube videos, like, ever. And you just seen it, like, just watching Sports Center. They were talking about the. The, I guess the expansion of the alley oop, and they they show where it started from, like uh, 
acrobats. Then they started with football. They said it like in like the 1950s little NFL films. Then they somehow got the Vince Carter and they showed that play against the Clippers. And I was like, dog, where he just cocked it back and. Bro, he paused time, bro. Him and Cole, my favorite players growing up, bro. Ninth birthday, I got a Kobe 8 jersey, a yellow Kobe 8, and a purple Vince Carter. Those are my dudes, man. I got a reversible inside-out Lakers starter jacket in the midst of a three-peat. That's hard. And I got a a March Madness ball the year we won, because that was 0-2 as well. I got that, too. I think everybody in Area. <laughs> so, yeah, man. But I guess just, if we talk about basketball, those balls got titties in them. Though they got they got titties in them fast. <laughs> uh, let's let's talk like, about All Star Weekend. Uh, why? What do you mean why? Okay, let's talk about the um, let's talk about the events first. Yeah. So, seventy fifth. Uh, no, stop it. The events. Oh, so the events. The skills challenge. I did not see the no skills one challenge. Fuck. Next. Three point contest. Shout out to Cat. Pretty good. That was Thank dope. Thank God Kennard didn't win in his Black History Month. I couldn't handle that. <laughs> a white Duke player? Nah, that's racist. <laughs> like, so yeah, that was cool. Dunk contest. Ass. Next. That really <laughs> might be. Someone. I think Sykes had mentioned 2012 dunk contest, and I don't really remember 2012s. But this dunk contest was bad. They said not yeah. a single 50 was given. Bro, it's trash. The problem, I was talking to my brother about this. Part of the problem is people be going in there doing dunks that they got to be in perfect condition to do. Like, part of the allure of the dunk contest isn't just doing all these crazy shits. It's you doing this crazy shit cleanly. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't need you to be doing those 720s or some shit if you can't do it, you know? Right. Why are you attempting dunks you can't do? Like, so I think a lot of times it looks like these people have done the dunk maybe once or twice and they're like, oh yeah, I can do this. And they get to try to do it and it's not the same. But then again, they look at some of the past great dunkers like a Vince Carter or like a Jason Richardson where they're like, yo, that 360 windmill, that was the first time I ever did that. <laughs> like, it's like, but it's the thing, though. Like, it's Vince Carter, though. So, like, we saw Vince Carter do amazing things. So, like, if I... That's like me saying... That's like Dwight Howard dunking on the 12-foot joint. I'm sure that was probably one of the first time he ever dunked on the 12-foot court, but he's probably tapped the top of the backboard or something, and he's like, oh, I can do that. I'm pretty sure you bring it up two feet I can do it so like there's there's ways you can know you can do something without actually doing something these people don't even look like they be having the capabilities like and then they miss the dunk twice and then they tired and they be like oh let me try it again <laughs> it's like right. bro like the dunk bro I hate it I still to this day hate it when um, Nate Robinson did that 15 dunk 15 shit. times bro like, it was disgusting, bro. Like, so it was like, cause it's like that's, that's the thing. You either get it on the first clean or maybe the second. After that, if it's like really hard, you got two tries. After that, we're not trying to see that ten. Yeah, see, that's the thing. If, if you need two tries, it's because you need to be attempting something that I've never seen before. Like, I'm like, oh shit, he's just trying to like calibrate the shit still. 
if you're doing something that we've seen before, but it looks fire, like Zach Levine was doing dunks where I was like, okay, I've seen some of the dunks, but guess what? All of this was clean, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I mean, so Aaron Gordon should have won anyway. He sat in the air. That's what I'm We've saying. We've never seen that. Bam. Scram. Fam, forget that. The thing was spinning around. You know how hard you got to time that shit to do? And then the, uh, stop it. He did the Carl Malone and then, yeah. Nah, he, nah. Okay, I get why he lost now. He went and incorporated Carl Malone. Yeah, you, yeah, you should have lost that Aaron Gordon, you nasty son of a bitch. <laughs> but nah, it's just like, people always talk about these YouTube dunkers and shit like, oh, it's because of these high expectations. It's like, no, bro. Because if you, if anybody, if you anything like me, you don't have these, those type of expectations for, um, an NBA player. You know what I'm saying? These niggas just dunk all the time. Like, you can't literally play basketball. We've all seen those people who after we play pickup, and after the game, they want to do a dunk line because they can't really get none of that shit off in a real game. So it's like, we've seen those people, and I don't care about them niggas, okay? I don't watch them damn videos, and like, if I do, I just catch a clip. It's like, no, get in the NBA and do your dunks cleanly, bro. Like, do some creative shit, bro. Gerald Green went and blew a candle out. That was hard. He tapped the ball off the back and boom, like, bro, like. Remember when Dwight left the sticker on there? And then he showed the measuring tape. He slapped the ball at the back. Yo, that was crazy. Yeah. People not being creative. And then also, it's one thing of like, okay, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, they weren't household names. But Zach did win the year before. So it was like, oh, he's trying to go back to back. Aaron Gordon, he's a highly touted rookie. Okay, let's see how this goes. These dudes, not saying they're not dope. Obi's dope. Like, Bruh, all y'all these dudes ass. are I'm good. I'm telling you, you ass. Y'all shitty. Obi, you not good at playing basketball. <laughs> what the hell have you done in the NBA? Juan Toscano. Nigga, you ass too. Okay, like. Cole Anthony's <laughs> dope. He's a, he's a good player. Dope. The Magic done won eight games. You not dope. Shut up. You and Jalen cool Green is, is solid, bro. They they good young players. You cool. You cool. I'm not calling you good until you show me you actually a good player. Me personally, I want to see John Moran, uh, Anthony Edwards. Oh, yeah. You need some big names. You need big names. Look, you can spring like, from the – I talked to Mer- – we were talking about this the other day. So, that's it. I would have been wrong not wanting to see Zach Levine and um, – Aaron Gordon. Well, not not wanting to see him, but like, like you said, like your field, you can have wild cards. You can have a young player who's known as a high flyer or something, you know. But you need to have names that people recognize. Correct. Like we had Steve Francis, who was either who was about to be rookie of the year that year. I think T Mac wasn't established at the time. He definitely wasn't. But he was a young high flyer. And Vince Carter was the marquee name as far as, like, in the dunk. Like, yo, he was already Vince Carter at the time. Right. Like, he came in, boom. Like I said, you had Jerry Stackhouse and shit, you know, All-Stars and shit. You had names in there. You know, you can sprinkle in young guys like T-Mac and shit. Don't be out here telling me about no Juan Toscano, bro. (laughs) Fuck out of here. Yeah, it's wild when the three-point contest is becoming the more marquee event than the dunk. Well, it's, it's because it has a, it has a 
higher floor. You're never going to go out there and, and say, okay, let me get Draymond Green and Marcus Smart or something and put them in a the damn three-point contest. Like, if now if we went and did some shit like that, guess what? You have a shitty three-point contest. <laughs> like, see, it might be funny to see them shoot all them bricks. <laughs> but, like, look, that's what I'm saying. If you were just going to pick bad three, you can measure a skill like that. It's easy. You just Who's the highest percentage three shooters? Okay, if we put them all in the field, we should have a pretty good contest. And, like, yeah, if you have, like, the greatest ones, like, you got Clay Thompson and Steph and then, like, I don't know, like, Damian Lillard or something, you know what I'm saying? You got some great ones, then, like, you can have a high-level three-point contest, too. But the dunk contest always going to have a higher ceiling if you can have a good one because there's no three-point contest that beats. That beats a Bain great. And, um, Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Nah. Or beats Vince Steph. Carter, or beats yeah, Jason Richardson and Desmond Mason. Jason Richardson was a. Yeah, and then Juan Toscano tried to do the Jay Rich and like failed. It it was bad. That was ugly. It was bad. every time they say that the new generation is more athletic, they go and do some shit like that, and I'm like, well, are you guys just idiots? <laughs> like, you just uncoordinated or something? Like, boy. It's like, but that's the thing, like, yeah, y'all, that's why, it's like, people just ain't creative, like, they not, they not, they not clean, they not creative, like, I don't do, yo, you know you're gonna be on the stage like that, dog, practice this shit, it was, you know who, you know who ruined it, the two people who ruined the dunk contest, who, LeBron James, and, what's that Nick's name, James White, why did they ruin it? Because James White was doing all them little dunks and shit that he was doing, and they were showing you clips and shit. Yeah. yeah. And then he got to the contest, and what did he do? He flamed Shitty out. as hell. They be trash. Ass. <laughs> ass. Ass. And it's like, yeah, like I said, they don't prepare. They don't be clean. Like, there's, there's nothing. They don't do nothing right. Like, they need to practice. If you're going to be on that stage, you need to actually practice, like, dunking. Because, like, here's the thing. You will see... You can tell that people practice dunks, right? Because you will see someone miss a dunk, and they'd be like, all right, I missed that dunk, so I'm going to just do this dunk that I got in the bag that I know I got. Right. And that will be the second try. These motherfuckers is out here attempting the same dunk because they ain't got other... They got, like, four dunks they're going to do. And they're like, well, can't do that one because that's the next round. Like, yo, you ass. Stop being you, ass. you were saying before, you was like, James White, he crapped the bed. But what did LeBron Oh, yeah, do? he was trash. And um, LeBron and LeBron did it. And LeBron ruined it because his start... He shot too, too fast in superstardom. Like... You came to the league and he was like, "All right, I'm LeBron James. I don't want to do it my rookie year." Right? What you should have done, so, but so it was like, well, I mean, look, remember the dunk contest at that time was a fierce thing, still. Like, and you had niggas who was really still banging, banging like J.R. Smith did the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was like you still had some shit. So you you didn't take this lightly. You had to plan this. So it was kind of like we all kind of thought he was going to do it the next year. We got 27 points a game the next year. Like, he became LeBron James already. Like, he could, he was like, I'm not doing, what the hell? I would like dunking in the dunk contest right now. Like, I'm trying to lead my team to victory. He's like, nah, I can't do that. And like, he, like I said, he got too big too fast. Like, he's like, Kobe was young when he did it. 
T-Mac wasn't T-Mac when he did it. Vince Carter was Vince Carter, but that was part of his legacy. He was going to have to forge in the NBA. Like, part of it is him being the best dunker. Like, he had to prove that. Michael Jordan, part of his greatness was the dunk contest. That was his, yeah, like, super coming out party. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... And the thing, so like, like, with Ja Morant and Anthony, like, the way they, their bounce is so crazy, bro. Ja Morant, ja, ja Morant could have literally became the most popular player in the NBA last night or Saturday night. Him, and then he he's would, like, an ideal. He would have been be, an automatic all-star the rest of the, his career. It would be Ja Morant, Anthony Edwards, a healthy Zion, wild card, whoever. Mm. That would be dope. Because we've been watching Zion. I don't want to see Zion in the dunk I, I do. Healthy Zion. Cause like, no, because that's the thing. No, bro. The moment he gets healthy, he don't need to be taking no chances out here. <laughs> bro, you done missed them there two seasons or something. Like, ain't this his... Is this his second season? It's third, because Jaws is his third. third. Cause this is third. That's what I thought. When the last time we seen Zion play? Last year. When? I don't remember. I feel like he was injured last year too. Part of part of it, but he was Bruh. averaging like twenty six. It don't matter if you don't play. I can average ninety nine points if I play four games he's a year. Twenty six a game in my second year. We just talked about LeBron. I'm not saying he's LeBron. That's level. cute. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron was playing seventy plus games his second year. <laughs> Zion Williamson ain't played no seventy games never. <laughs> like, That's fair. Stop playing. Like, so yeah. So yeah, that's dunk contest was shitty as hell. Dunk contest is about as bad as the Pro Bowl now. That's sad. It's let's, disgusting. Let's get to you know Sunday night the game. Ooh. LeBron. First of all, first in of Cleveland all. back again. Before we get there, Boy. I just want to say it's funny how like I told you off air, so I'll tell you about on air. Cleveland still hates Golden State. I think they're always going to hate Golden State. At least this iteration of Golden State. Let me say that. Like, I know, I, absolutely. And my, my former coworker, he hates Steph Curry with a passion. He hates him. He hates Draymond. He likes Clay, but he hates he hates Steph. But with Steph's performance, Steph raised over 108000 for Cleveland Public Schools. <laughs> I was like, you got to hate. You hate him, but... I know you was rooting for him once he was going. He was like, I hate him. He's still a bum. But when that third three fell, I was like, all right, keep shooting. <laughs> you know, put it back into Cleveland. I should have messed with him and been like, yo, uh, the finest ever do it from Akron. <laughs> See, you always take it too far. Stepper was born in Akron, far. bro. And he ain't nowhere near LeBron James level. Don't ever disrespect LeBron. See, you always do that. A final uh, All Star Finals MVP in in Ohio. (laughs) One has a Finals MVP. Actually, four of them. Yeah. (laughs) How many does Steph Curry have? He have one, but he doesn't have any, and he shouldn't because he was out of change the trajectory of that series LeBron we all saw it like look 38 at, but whatever look at the numbers look at the numbers <laughs> the percentages went down and while Steph Curry was out there putting all them points up in the beginning they was down 2-1 so let, let's let's calm that shit down but I'm just gonna say this now yeah Steph Curry had a hell of a game he kept chucking them joints man every time I looked up he was shooting that it shit it sucks he didn't get the record but yeah he was tired bro 
It, it don't suck because uh, fuck Steph Curry, he don't deserve the record. But it do suck that Anthony Davis still got the record because I remember that All Star game. I was like, he ain't played in three weeks. Oh, bum ass nigga, fucking bum. I hate Anthony Davis with a passion. <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't have the record. Somebody needs to take that from him, but not Steph because I don't need him in the record books anymore. He already is. <laughs> but um, yeah, he he lit it up. Shout out to him. And the king brought it home. You saw what he did. Yeah, that fan was tough, bro. But let's talk about the real show. The 75th, you know, greatest team. And it's one thing to honor everyone. You honor Magic, Bird, Kareem, Oscar. But when Michael Jordan walks through, bro, it's it's just different. He's still him, bro. He's still number three, yo. Number three. Number three what? Number three, he's third pick overall. Okay. The third best player of all time. There's two better, two players better yeah. than Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah. Who? LeBron James. No. Shaquille O'Neal. No. <laughs> you saw Big Diesel. Yo, one, we need to have more black people work in these social media. It's no way Shaq throws up the hooks every year and we clown, not we, white establishments clown him saying, oh, look at Shaq being goofy. No. How do we get this wrong every year? I'm not in a regret. <laughs> but I come on, bro. Everything needs to be widespread. That's y'all. See, that's, that's y'all integration is right there. Like, y'all think everything needs to be known. No, bro. That like, needs look, to... They can be dumb. Alright. They, they can be ignorant on that. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's just part of another thing that you don't need. You don't need to understand our culture. You just need to not kill us in the street. I don't give a fuck. Well, I mean, yes, that, that's fair. Like, yeah, so, yeah, shout out to Big Diesel. Shout out to Mike, man. Mike did the Daytona 500 and All-Star Weekend in the same First day. All, I don't give a shit about Daytona 500. I ain't watched the race since Jeff Gordon retired. The fuck I look like. R.P. Dale The real one. Dale Oh, he did that. During Daytona 500, yeah. Oh, word? Yes. That's why it was such a big thing. That race? Yeah, it's the biggest race of the year. And then I for, know it's the big, but is that the only reason it's the biggest race of the year? No, it's I don't know why. Okay, I think I it's you, it's the first race. You, okay, okay. I thought you just said that it was only anyway. Shout out to Michael Jordan. Yeah, I mean when you one of the greats of all greats, you know, what I'm saying Michael Jordan walking in the room and he in that nah he in that in that in that agile. If we're talking the top tier players that have a claim to the greatest of all time, Bill Russell. But I don't know. This is one of those things where I agree, but there's few people that we've seen in life, not even that have like a reverence. Mike's one of them. When you see Mike, you're like, yo, that's Michael Jordan, bro. But the same way, but, and here's the thing, here's the great thing about Michael Jordan, right? You, You speak of the reverence that everybody has with him. He has that same look when he talks about the other people. Like, he looks at Kareem like that. Anytime you see him talking to Magic, anytime he see Magic in a room, it gotta be on site because he he on that level. He looking at him like, That's yeah. Him. You, you saw when they saw magic. each other, he was like, "We get the shoes up, yeah, we can play one on one right now." Because he looked like, I would have Joe yeah. for the record. 
Right now, him versus nah. Magic today. Yeah, I take Mike. Make it, take it. Magic get ball first. Yeah, Magic's winning. He's just bigger. You don't lose size and strength. Michael Jordan could do nothing with him in the finals. He would do nothing with him right now. He'd put him on his hip and move his ass. Nah, Magic get ball first. Nah, Mike ain't winning, ain't winning that. Okay. Like, hell no. He can't see. I was steal a ball from Magic Johnson. You know who he is? He. Like don't disrespect, don't disrespect, <laughs> don't disrespect Magic, bro. That's a that's the first old school player that I ever saw tapes of, and I thought, oh, this might be the greatest player I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like I want to see him do so. He just rolls the ball eighty feet, like just no. He was doing no look for no reason. Transition, it be three on one. Uh, He's looking he, at like uh, Byron Scott, and then he just throw it to like AC Green. And he just sitting there like, how did he, bro? <laughs> he have a Kareem in the paint, and it just be like, and then go on the way. He just guard him. Like nah, Magic Johnson. No, he's like I said, he's yeah. They're in that level, that level of the greatest player ever. Yeah. So like I said, that was great to see, man. Seventy five. I mean, seeing AI come out there, it's just like anytime I see AI getting any accolades, is great. No, and then absolutely, and the one thing about AI, him bigging up everybody, like seeing Giannis was like, you know, seeing he's like Allen Iverson is the reason I won. To play basketball, like yeah, me and Mike was great, and Dirk, cause he's foreign like I am, but like Allen Iverson, I had cornrows like AI, I had a headband like AI. I've never really got to meet AI, so like the meeting was like yo, or even um, Kawhi's favorite player was Allen Iverson, like just like. AI got that reverence too. Like at least for us, it's like, yo, that's that's Allen Iverson. I mean, it's look when you look at that seventy five. I always say this, right? When we talk about greatness in the NBA, we all we mostly speak about it in the micro version, right? And then maybe we get a little bit to like a mini macro. Like you think of Jordan, right? You think of Jordan himself. Like you think of how he played. Like he's so fast. He's so this, right? That's the micro version. The mini macro is what. He got six championships, blah, blah, blah. The super macro version is literally people were looking for his type, his body type for years. Oh, he's 6'6 six, six shooting guard? We got to get him because he could be the next Jordan. Right. Like, could they, you, and you literally came from a league that was dominated by big men. Whoever had the best big man, they were probably going to win the championship. Correct. And people are looking for guards to lead them. You think of Allen Iverson. You think, oh, man, he's so fast. The crossover crazy, right? It's like we didn't know until like maybe four, five, six years into his career when everybody had tattoos, when everybody was wearing cones, when everybody had a sleeve. We were like, oh, shit, like everybody's just going to be AI for the next 10 years. Like, okay. Like LeBron James, we see the greatness of LeBron, right? So, oh, he's fast, he's strong. Look at his passing and all that shit. He got four rings. It's like, yeah, he's also shifted player movement like nobody has ever done. Again, like, and that's when uh, I think Giannis was saying that Steph is like, yo, you changed basketball. Like, you're a see, yeah, Steph, we're seeing that now. Like, yeah, like I said, Steph came in the league. It's like, man, like, 6'3", 180-pound dude, like, Bad ankle history, injury history. He was frail body. It's like, yeah, you can't put a franchise on his shoulders. 
he's changed the game. Yeah, there's like, since basketball's been since Dr. James Nasmith created basketball, it's probably been maybe fifteen, maybe a max of twenty players, people who can say they changed basketball. You think think about Shaq. Shaq came in and was like, oh shit. Like I said, it was right after Jordan. It's like, oh, you can still win with the big man. You saw for years. You would just be like, why is this random seven foot, 280 pound guy on this roster? Oh, because they just figured you needed that guy on the team to either like, play or try to stop their big man. Like Shaq made it so like big men, you had to have that guy on the team. Like, like that's like nice that's 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 the greatness and you see that 75 too man like and I will say like in the 97 one everyone who was alive I feel like they all came out which was dope but in this one it sucked like obviously like KD he he didn't make it because his grandmother died or whatever and that's been prayers to KD and his family but like Scotty not making it bro like there was people who's like come on bro Scotty couldn't have faced Jordan man you know that bro that's that's he, being a hoe being a hoe bro no that's not cause like think about it if you, if you spent your whole time in the last year and a half two years basically talking to us about your trauma how you traumatized from being known as just a sidekick you know exactly what you're gonna be when you in that in that seventy five number, we gonna be like, damn, Scotty, you was amazing. Like right next to that guy right there, though, man. Like you know, you gonna be number two always. In that That's just his role, bro, and it's okay. <laughs> Stop being a hoe. He said, nah, we won A one B, bro. <laughs> but um. Yeah, look, it was just hard. Like, look, a lot of old guys wasn't there, and that's cool, like, especially with, like, COVID and everything. You know, I'm not about to be like, Bill Russell, get off of your <laughs> like, yeah. get your ass over there. But, like, yeah, I saw, like, Steve Nash was in there. And I was like, man, Steve Nash, you dumbass, man. But it's like, also, like, man, Tim Duncan was in there. But Tim Duncan don't be anywhere. <laughs> like, so what am I, I'm going to tell Tim Duncan, like, like, but you just know I was surprised that. he was at his jersey retirement ceremony. I was like, oh, that's But you know they need to be there because you just you never know how things play out, bro. Like we thought we was gonna have Kobe for a long you know, time. That, and, that hit me. Like, and then like seeing all the Kobe. Laker greats huddle up and they left that little space for Kobe, I was like, that ain't fair, bro. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah, look, I ain't an emotional type of nigga really. That's but, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to certain things. <laughs> but like yeah, it's just like, yeah, when they were showing up the people, like, you know, they was naming the guards, and they were like, niggas was dead, and it was like, Kobe Brown was like, yo, like, I'm not a Kobe, like, I was a Kobe fan, but then he spurred me, so I'm not a Kobe fan, but he was supposed to be alive to see the 75, like, you know how much work you put in to be that? Absolutely. Like, and he wanted that, and he literally been like, yo, I just want to be known as one of the greats. Like you're supposed to be able to experience that. Like that's crazy. Like that's so. I was like, I was literally sitting in my bed, like, yeah, could he really be dead, bro? Like, like I you think really about it. Be- it's I probably think about it. If not weekly, like maybe biweekly, I'd just be like, he really not here, bro. Like, because you hear somebody talking about like, yeah, no, Kobe was this, and then like, okay, cool, cool, and I'd be like, yeah, man. So what? I wonder what Kobe thinks about this. So I'm like. Yo, Kobe Bryant's really dead. Like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, shout, shout out to the Celtics pettiness, though. Yeah, KG <laughs> gonna be, he gonna be KG. 
Yo, KG a thug, bro. That's my man. <laughs> he like trash ass nigga. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> like it's it's wild because it's like literally Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, LeBron right here. <laughs> And then what Ray the Allen called and it's like, yo, what's good? Like, yeah, no, they showed him no love. Why? It's funny because, like, Garnett don't never, like, stare nobody down. He just look everywhere else but where the person be. This seven foot tall nigga, he not even looking straight forward because he just did that. You wouldn't be able to see him be tall as shit. He like. I love Kevin Garnett, man. This nigga is intense for no reason. (laughs) He just a thug. (laughs) Yeah, he he his storytelling. I can listen to that all day. (laughs) Nah, man, I can maybe once every like week. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, he do intense. Yeah, he be getting up and trying. I'm like, yo, you gotta calm down, man. Like you making me nervous. But yeah, yeah it was um, great. before we leave basketball, something that did happen, I woke up from my nap and I was uh, texting one of my homeboys from work and he was like, oh yeah, you see this? And I was like, oh, Michigan, Wisconsin. Oh, snap. Jawan Howard getting. So then I'm seeing like Jawan Howard much do. So I'm like, let me like really look at it. And then people was like, you going to see two Americas based on this post. I was like, man, people were like, he needs to be fired. Ben. I'm like, Alright guys, he does need to be fined and suspended. Cool. He's a leader of men. How can he influence the kids? One, this coach came to him. One, you run up the score, and then you trying to help yourself. You call a timeout with 15 seconds left. You up 15. Like really? No. So then you do that. I'm already mad at you. Uh, okay, I, I might not have called the timeout, or it might have depends if we had bad blood before. Yeah. So it's but like I don't even want to shake your hand. No, I'm uh, with you on that. Yeah, but don't, don't call a timeout to try to help your team. It's 15. So you are 15, bro. This game is over. So now you're doing this to spite me. So now I don't even want to shake your hand. But I'm doing the right thing. I want to roll right by you. Because we're going to see each other mm-hmm. again. This isn't like a random school. This is Wisconsin. You're going to see each other in Big Ten. Not going to key whatever. And then the coach grabbed me. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah. And then it's like, okay, they arguing. They saying F you to each other. Then the assistant want to say something to them. When you weren't even in here. Now I got to show you <laughs> who I am, bro. I played in the league. You you ain't never seen that, bro. I'm I'm me. Like, I, like, I'll tell you, bro. Like, what I say, you got to know who you doing shit to. Like, you got to know who you doing. Like, you said, I think I'll run up the score on anybody. I'll beat your team 100 to 10, nigga. I don't give a But you're not fuck. calling a timeout with 15 seconds. I might do it if I don't like you. Like, we had, if we had any personal animosity before, yeah. 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 My niggas is going to be throwing alley-oops. We're going to be up by 40. But fuck you. are you going to try fuck. to grab Jawan? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Here's the thing. I'm doing that with all smoke intended. I'm ready to square up. I know you want to fight me. This ain't no, oh my goodness, he slapped me. Nah, we come into the, to the handshake line where I need to punch a nigga in the face. That was some whack shit. That shit was like, nah, bro. You got to be on that type of time if you're on that type of time. They should have tried to swing back on The only problem is, John Howard, like 6'9", 6'10", former NBA player. 
who still look like he in shape. He probably would have beat that whole coaching staff. Absolutely. <laughs> like, and then it's just like to to see just to see the responses. He needs to get suspended a couple of games, though. No, you can't I'm go around saying, slapping people, bro. He didn't even say mushed him, bro. He said that that look at six nine when your hand comes down, that's a slap. He caressed him, pause. That's really what he did. That was wild. He say. did. <laughs> that was a forceful caress. Correct. <laughs> I didn't say it was right. You say he M O S T. I was gonna say some wild flavor, but you was gonna get mad, so I'm not mature. <laughs> I was gonna say he was. He did the jungle to not. In the nah, yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. You whole oh, ass nigga. It's cause the they had fucking it was champagne and shit and the, and it was you, don't we try nah fuck you <laughs> but, um, <laughs> nah yeah nah look he was like he ain't big as shit bro <laughs> like, like he slapped two people at the same time <laughs> nigga, nah, he he it needs was, to he needs to get Wisconsin boys ain't hard bro like get that guy out of here man. I always ride with Michigan, bro. Michigan all day. <laughs> like, well, Wisconsin, sure. I mean, it gives a fuck about Wisconsin. <laughs> I don't like Wisconsin so much that I bet on Duke versus them. Yeah, that was wild. You won, but it was wild. I did. Ha ha ha. Shout out to uh, Quinn Cook. I wanted Cody Zeller to, to be what? He was a college player of the year or something? Cody Zeller was ass. They put that. I'll never forget. He was in that two three zone, looking scared shitless. <laughs> I was like, wait, y'all gonna draft him in the locker room? <laughs> okay. Yes, All right. Anything else? Or let's get to the music. All right. Let's get to the music. Did you see the Kanye doc part one? What did you think? I think it's just more of what we've seen in the last 99 years of Kanye West. Literally, all his documentaries are literally the same. A million what people told doc- me no. What other documentaries Any- he had? I'm just saying, look, anytime you've seen footage online or anything, it's always, this guy told me no. This person told me no. No one listened to me rap. <laughs> look, I had all this amazing shit at the time. <laughs> it's like, yo, I'm a Kanye West fan. You know Kanye West like my favorite rapper. I know. After Jay Z now, because we hope it's hope. Kanye, even you had like three albums of wild shit, so you number two, three, because now it's amazing. But Kanye's Kanye. Been a Kanye fan since. This ain't nothing new. (laughs) I think just the one. I didn't know that Cootie was with him the whole time. One. To to kind of just see it, to see like him at the Jermaine Dupri party, or to see like we knew those stories. I, him working with D Dot and shit and Guru, like or, we knew those stories. Or to see him going to Chicago and the dude he was with at that little uh, convention music conference, and then he's chilling and like that dude dissed him on air. Like I didn't know that. I'm like, yo, he's like, I was just with him. There he go right there. He was like, yo, I ain't even mean that, bro. How you gonna leave me on double XL? He was like, I don't control the magazine. I can't put it in there. 
It's like, yeah, no, nah, bro, his journey is amazing. Like, I'm not mad at any of the footage and any documentary that you see. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always good to see that type of shit. That stuff was inspiring, bro. Like, the you could people could say whatever they want about Kanye West. Everything he ever said, he achieved. And then again, I told you, we said it on the air months back, but something people should do. Whenever Kanye goes on his wild rants, which is more frequent than not, give it time and then revisit them. Because if you go, for example, we all remember his. Unless he's telling you that slavery is a choice. Okay. And a plethora of his political views. Thank you for being a killjoy to my point, so you could prove your. I'm just, I'm just want to let you know that we cannot spread this pro kind. No, but like an example for me was the 2013 his interview series where he went on Breakfast Club, Sway, all of that. You go back and listen to those interviews now. Everything he was trying to do then, he did, and he became better for it. A better, more financially. I don't know about personally. I don't know Kanye. Look, that's what I'm saying. Look. I don't doubt Kanye because I didn't doubt Kanye when he took over the industry then. Like, people talking about... I don't know people online talking about Shaka. Shout out to the OG. Rockefeller Records. And he was like, yeah, he played us all, played her all falls down. And, like, she didn't even get hype. I'm going to let you know this, okay? When I look at documentaries or anything like that, those type of things, I always try to get into that mindset at the time, right? You think of Fade to Black, you're like, man, like, what was the vibe of Black Album when it came out? Like, it was everything. It was Jay-Z's last album, right? You look at the uh, Can't Stop, World Stop Joe with Bad Boy, you're like, man, like, I remember as a kid, like, everything I listened to was Bad Boy. It's like, oh, man. When I listened to All Falls Down, I thought, I thought back to the music I was listening to at that time. I was like, you know how foreign that song sounds to anybody at that time? That song sounded like anything on the radio when in 2003, 2004. Yeah, no, for sure. They was playing like, if you hear in the background, you hear like Sean Paul was playing in the like, background. You're talking about Jesus Walks, which again, we were all real time Kanye fans. So the first time I heard these records, I love these records. But they weren't anything. If you were in the office, you weren't like, yeah, let's turn, put that on the radio. What? What did you this think? This is all the time of what we do and shit. Like, what did you think of what Wayno said? Because he was in there and he was working at Rockefeller. What did you think? He was like, he used to do that all the time. Like, we heard those records like ten times. But that's a. But again, these, that's a story with Kanye. When we talk about his first album everybody historically said he he was shopping that album around for like three four years and like yo, every time he had this demo he had these records you know he, he might add more on it or he might get this sample on it or something so yo these were the same records and it's like yeah i mean everything's about timing if you had told me all falls down or you had home you know the you know, record home. You had that shit in two thousand one or something. It's like, yeah, you're not playing that. We're coming off with H to the Izzo, which you made. Yeah, but that don't sound like nothing. What you making? You know, for I yourself. Just, I just want to say, I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna let me get my fanboy out. Right. One of my favorite parts in the doc. One for those who may not know, Izzo is my favorite Jay Z song. At eight years old, I had heard other rap songs before. But that's probably the first rap song I memorized. And when he shouted out the Turpins, I'm an eight-year-old kid. And I'm like, yo, shout out my team. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. So, in my opinion, 
This is my opinion because I know Rob's not going to agree with me. My favorite Jay-Z performance is him doing Izzo at the BET Awards. And it's crazy because you cannot find it anywhere. It's literally not anywhere. It's not on YouTube. I check every, like, eight months. Is that the first time he performed the record? Yes. Yeah. And, like, Snoop Dogg ran on stage. Yeah, yeah. The first BET Awards. I'll never forget it. And when he was like... And when Cootie was like, yo... I knew I was like I've heard that beat. That's the first beat Kanye ever played me. I was like for real. Like I was geeking. Oh, I was so high. I'm like dog. The Man. first beat he ever played you was Izzo. I would have lost it, <laughs> bro. I told you the first time I ever listened to Front and Back and Blueprint. Like I was talking about like at that time, right at that time, like how Job Rule was on the radio every time. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's a new Job Rule song. Like, Jay always had, like, one record every time, right? So it was, like, Hard Night Life was on the radio at the time. Then it was, like, Big Pimpin' was the rap was on the radio. They like, gave it to me. It was, like, when Izzo dropped, like, you hear Ja Ja, Alicia Keys, Izzo. Ja Ja, Alicia Keys, Izzo. Like, bruh, Ace of Izzo was everywhere. Like It was, it dropped in the and summer. And that video was, like, the video was crazy. It had, like, a thousand people in it. Yeah. The performance was wild. Like, when he debuted it, like, nah, Izzo was... So for for him to see that man, it still gives me wakes the vibes, bro. Like, in what way? When, I, when the first time I heard Wangsta outside, it was like, oh wow, this is gonna be here for like the whole summer. Like, Wangsta was like, no, for sure, everything. Like, you could get like in the club was one drunk, but like Wangsta was a drunk where like you played that drink, it's like, oh yeah, we gonna have a good day today. Like, Izzo was like a 12 o'clock, 11 o'clock summer record. Like, no, nah, that, that was special. So, to, to kind of see that, that's what I'm saying. I learned new things from it. So, I thought it was really dope. I can't wait for part two and three. Um, when this comes out, hopefully, part two is out so we can watch that. And, uh, it shows, it shows vicious, man. I mean, like, this thing's always drawn from Kanye. And if they interview Kanye, like, you know, interview, like, you know, when it was like YouTube documents or something or this you know what I'm saying it's like to have that vision and that belief like yo some like cause here's the thing like we always talk about kind of you know change the sound of music right with the sample shit but it easily could have just not happened yeah because like remember there was a time where like like Puff was sampling, like well, East Coast a lot. Of East Coast producers period was sampling, and then it was like, oh yeah, sample too much, and that's when Swiss Beats comes out, right? With all the drums and shit. It could have just been like, you don't want to hear no samples no more. Like move that shit up the block, bro. <laughs> like he could have just not, like that sound could have just not worked, bro. Like you oh. think about how he flooded it. Like you remember Neptune's run? Yeah. Like that sound was everywhere. Like, or even another thing to to piggyback with Ye was um seeing like Scarface not like it. Like, and it's funny because Vlad uh Vlad I interviewed Scarface and Scarface was like, I was supposed to be on there, man. I don't know what happened. Like, I was supposed to get back to him and I lost track of time. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You were there and you was like, eh, I'm not really banging with it. It's like. 
Yeah, because like, I mean, that he was. You talk about the pioneer of a sound like that sound was like he was the forefront of that sound. Like he really, you know, he was on some. This is hot. That's another thing. Like if you're a great artist, sometimes you just gotta know what's hot. Like. Like Jay said himself, he's like, bro, when you know you're nice, like, you just got to know that. Like, no matter what anybody tell you, you got to know, like, man, it don't matter. Like, this gonna get, I'm going to get reasonable doubt off because I know this is fire. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to do something. Like, I know it's fire. Like, Kanye's like, bro, I don't care if a million people listen to my demo. I don't care if a million people listen to these records I got and tell me no. I know this shit is fire. Like... He playing records for other artists. He's like, I know these beats are fire. And that just gives him more and more belief in himself of making his own music, right? It's just like, bro, you talking about who's like, like you said, bro, he's stuck with everything he said he was going to do. Like, his vision has been his vision since it's been his vision, bro. Like, so, shout out to Kanye, man. Yeah, man. And then it was kind of a quiet music week. <laughs> But uh, mm. one of my favorite rappers was him and Drake for me in the new era. Crit dropped his new album. I thought it was going to be at the end of the month. So when it came, I was like, oh, you know me. I like to do my new album Friday, Monday through Thursday. I'm playing old albums. I didn't get to do that this time. Sorry, Big Crit. But yeah, Digital Roses Don't Die dropped. Let me let me say what I feel. Because I don't know which. I think I know where you're coming. But let me say this. It's Big Crits. <laughs> it's by far his most experimental album. Uh, he's always done soul, like soul singing, whether on like mm-hmm. certain like outros of a song or just certain songs, maybe interludes or whatever, but never for a full album. For me, it was like one long jam session. Like, so cool. Remember when we heard it? It was like, hey, it's cool, but it's not like we're expecting, you know, the real raps. We didn't really get raps. It was like melodic, just real chill music. Records that I did like on there. Um, what was it? Road Clean. That record's hard. I actually like the interludes, like the water interlude using like the elements. That was dope. Uh, the earth interlude was dope. But yeah, other than that, my favorite records on here, Road Clean, South Side of the Moon, just for you, generational weight, and would it matter? Oh, and I like wet lashes and sock glasses. Those were cool. Like, I think going to this concert is gonna be more of a, more of a like we all just there like a fellowship, and that's what I'm kind of intrigued by. Cause Big Chris is an amazing performer. I'm excited. I cling to it over uh, as we were recording yesterday. Sounded great. That's my opinion. What is yours? Oh man, a big crit album. Ooh, we're so excited. <laughs> but um, first of all, I thought it was gonna be another one of them long ass crit albums, bro. Cause he be having long albums, bro. They be had, but I saw seventeen songs. I was like, damn, bro, really, nigga? Like, but it's only thirty eight minutes, so that's litty. Like, I got through the album. I was like, man, like this is the end of the album. Oh, this wasn't as long as I thought, right? So shout out to that, right? 
Like you said, people say, like, I see a lot of people tweet, like, oh, it's experimental or whatever. It's like, I don't think there's anything I haven't heard from him before. And, like, like you said, maybe at this, you know, this quantity. But, I mean, I think he's one of the best, like, I already said, I think he's one of the best rappers in this, his generation. And I think he's one of the best musicians in his generation. Absolutely. I don't understand why that doesn't mix into making you um, a star or anything. Or even like having hit records. Technically, like, is Wally technically a star? Is Wale a star? Yeah. Yeah, it's like. He's not a superstar. He's a star. Yeah, okay. I'll say that. Yeah, okay. Like, becoming a, a, a star, like, on Wale level, like, having hit records. Well, I got hit records. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what you say, like, Wale might not be in the everyday conversation, like a Drake or Cole and you know, Kendrick or something like that, but, like, he's constantly got hit records. And, like, Crit don't have no hit records on that level. Like, so, like, that's weird. Like, I don't know, like, why he can't put that shit together. And, like, maybe it's because his singles might be weird. Because, like, I hate So Cool. I think that shit is booty cakes, bro. <laughs> I don't like that shit at all. <laughs> like, yo, Chris, I want to, I hope you stub your toe every time you wake up for a week. Like, <laughs> that shit was like. But, yeah, that is a, a good thing. Because, like, I feel like for his albums, at least the Def Jam albums, he never picked the best single that like work like for the first album he picked I Got This which would have definitely worked especially because LeBron was a big fan they won the championship and they <laughs> played that when the Heat won that definitely should have worked but they should have used Porch Light with Anthony Hamilton that was a banger that's I still play that like Tim Tate like Crick got anthems but it's like yeah but it's like like you said, like, they don't never seem to be the ones that they push. Like, the ones that's the ones out there. I mean, think about it. Then you have a fucking song with Sweetie. That shit ain't pop off. It did. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just can't find singles. And that's probably why. Because, like you said, songs that I like, uh, South Side of the Moon was fire. Um, Story Right was dope. Bro Clean was smooth. Um, like I said, So Cool was booty booty. Born was, was, was nice. Um, it kind of reminded me of, um, Paid in full. Um, yeah, okay. I, I can see that. Um, Generational Way Down is amazing. Um, it's Over Now is Fire. Wet Lash and Shot Glass is dope. Like, I, like the, I think the ending part of the album, last like five, six records, is like probably the best part, the best like stretch of the album. So it's like, I thought I, I liked the album. It's, it's a dope album. Like, but a lot of people were like, yo, this is his worst album. I was like, nah. I mean, I just, I if you looking for raps, what you looking for lyrics? Like, okay, like, I think I was th- I was listening to this nigga on the bus, right? And I was like, man, I think Big Crip might be like our our um generation's Fonte. Like yeah. Fonte is an amazing lyricist. If you listen to his shit, man. He's he an amazing rap. artist. That's what Rap, I'm saying. Sing, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. saying. Like, he's an amazing lyricist. But you can listen to certain albums, he's not rapping at that level at all. He's just focused on making, like I said, smooth songs and shit like that. Like, he's singing and he got other shit. And it's like, that's Crit. Like, I think Crit, if you listen to certain projects, you're like, man, like, he really can fucking rap. And it's like, but now he's just like, yo, this is my lane. Like, my lane is just making great music. And, like, in any 
if it's like I said, more vibe centric album, like that might be what it is right now. It's like, and Fontaine really get his roses to like, you know, Drake popped off. He got a little bit then, and now he could have been on Take Care. Man, that one hurts. That was dope. I don't even know, but like I said, it took it took a while. I mean, think, but like little brother dropped that last album what, a couple of years ago. Yeah, and like, and that was kind of like, oh shit, like yo, we needed some Fonte, right? It's like, especially like in the mainstream world, and like I think that's gonna be Crit. Like Crit's gonna be a guy that ten years from now, people are gonna look back and say, yo, that nigga Big Crit, like yo, he had a lot of good music, man. Like why didn't he ever pop off? Like that's what's gonna be like. You might like, yo, he don't he might not you're not gonna see him in the charts. But like his catalog's gonna speak for itself, you know? And so like I said, it's good music. So you can go back to it and like you can listen to early crit topics, you know, you do obviously. It's great music. So, it's funny, I I was cleaning to um to this album. I was like, you know, let me run back uh Forever's a mighty long time, which this year makes it five years. It's the greatest thing Big Crit ever gave us, bro. I saw you some like tweet about that, like get away and something else. Yeah, it makes messages should have video. They definitely should have mm-hmm. way more visuals. Maybe that. Maybe that's another part. Like, like when you are artist, artist, like you need that complete that complete game like think about like I was like I would say Wale right because he's like the perfect example of an artist who's like not pop not not the biggest artist but he's still got a lot of like relevancy and like great music and all that shit Wale came out there remember when like he was cold he had hella visuals and shit yeah like you think about the ambition joint you think about all the freestyle videos like Wale was putting like you think shit six hundred bins like you know what I'm saying like that's part of the game like you need visuals bro like especially on on great records man like like how many times Drake shit Drake had fucking God's plan and was like oh I have a smash I need a video yeah let's give my money you know million <laughs> views. And he turned Antonio Brown out. <laughs> no, that's Vontez perfect, but you know, <laughs> it was like, have you ever seen someone get CT in one play? Yeah, nah, that's he definitely. Nah, bro, never needs to touch anything. Like he, he's in the same box with Greg Hardy for me. Like we know you out here changing. No, lives. he might be worse than. Well, Greg Hardy's yeah. worse off the field. On the that's field, what, it might be Vontez, bro. Oh yeah, no, Vontez is trained. He's he's a <laughs> he's a killer. Like he's a paint assassin, bro. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, nah, yeah. So like, yo, I hope I can, I always say like I hope. He gets it together, but it's like we 10, 12 years in now. You're not about to be a star now. Like, who, how many people popped off that league? Two chains. When was Double Back Boy? Because huh? <laughs> people say that, but it's like, when was Double Back Boy? 2007? Yeah, Double Back Boy 2007. He popped off like as Two Chains what? 2012? That was five year span. Russell Cup was what, 2010? But he, but they was on 
that before Duffel Bad Boy. What are you? That's a five year span from 2010? <laughs> he ain't popped off yet, bro. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you are who you You ain't about to catch a hit. This, I mean, you could. You could. You could. But it's highly improbable. So, like I said, just build that catalog of great music, man. And, I mean, it's on his label and shit, right? So, like, hopefully he owns that shit. And yeah. he's just going to continue to make that, you know, he's going to make that slow grind money. And that's what's up. It's consistent check. It's how to be crit, man. He makes great music, man. Yesterday is still the best song to me. And he said it was one of his favorites, too. Always got that. Hey, I met him, bro. He told me that. Yeah. Okay. It was a moment in time, bro. And who saluted you? Well, I actually got a photo with Big Crit, so you're not about to play me like I didn't meet Big Crit. <laughs> Kanye did salute nah. me, but Kanye me and Big Crit had a conversation. I can yeah, say that. Did you tape that? If you didn't tape that, I don't believe you said that. So <laughs> you don't see the picture? I can send you the picture. You can send the picture, but that don't mean what you said. That's like saying a man named Jesus was alive. That don't mean that. Fonte, the one that I told me, he told me that he was supposed to be on Drake album and his first single for his album, uh, what was it like? I think the album uh, Charity Strike or something. His first single was supposed to have Drake and J. Cole. But mm, What happened? Uh... Cole was busy working on Friday and Friday Lights, a sideline story, and Drake was busy working on Take Care. Cause they're supposed to do a swap. Like, I'm on yours, you're on mine, and then work out. So he just did that with two verses. You told me that. My first ever interview, you told me that. And Drake, and Drake just out there giving everybody else records, but Fonte. Disgusting. That, I'll tell you, I can, I can A&R the perfect Drake out, man. Could you? Could you? Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to have the right amount of simp and sap. You get A level bars. Zero. We don't need that shit. Yes, we do. You need a yes, I'm heard. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. You, you need a, a jaded, a jungle. I, I need to lose two. you. Like, lose you. If it's in that vein, yeah, we need one of those. Okay, I'll give you, uh-huh. I miss you too type vibes. Get Cuddy on there again. Get Cuddy the hum this time. Yeah, because Cuddy's a cure all. Shout out to Kanye for reviving his career. Anyway, um, that's really it for music. Something I thought was funny. One, I don't know if you heard that Jack Harlow song, uh, Nail Tag. That joint fire. But people was like, <laughs> Jack Harlow, the 2013 Big Sean. And I was like, yeah, I gotta chill. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is that? Is that Dark Sky Paradise or that's right? No, before? that's... Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame? Yes. <laughs> That's disrespectful. <laughs> but Jack Harlow, he one of them dudes that can rap, but he don't say nothing that I ever come back to. Like, I don't feel like, like, I listen to Ben Butcher or something, like, and I'm not even saying that to be like, ooh, some real hip-hop, right? Because I can listen to, like, I don't know, what before this strand, like, Future had a run that I could listen to, you know what I'm saying? Well, I, I can listen to 21, come back right? something special, bro, but... Okay, cool, hopefully you do. But, like, I can listen to 21, right? He he say some shit that I'm like, man, like, yo, come back to this shit. Like, mm, I might have to kill a nigga one day. Jack Harlow really could rap 100 bars, and I'm like, yo, that was cool. And never want to hear him rap that shit again. Like, not because it's bad. 
It's just like, what am I going to get from spending five minutes of my life listening to this again? Like, he just don't rap about shit I care about, bro. It just be like... Mm-hmm. Nah, but nail tech is hard. One, I feel like Jack Harlow's getting all the Boy Wonder beats Drake should be getting. It's blowing me. It's like, bro, <laughs> why isn't Drake... Because Boy Wonder didn't do not a single beat on Certified Lover Boy. And Drake gets his best... I don't know about what. Drake rapping on Jack Harlow beats. On Boy Wonder beats? The beats that made Drake Drake? Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. That's the thing I want to hear right now. I mean, yeah, like, all the beats on Certified Love Boy was ass or something. Pipe, that was dope. Like, just because your yeah, man don't definitely rap, work with not, uh, not, for not, or whatever, working, whatever, whoever made that beat, you could definitely work with him again, or them. They're their collective, but, yeah, I mean, I, I could use a 9 a.m., a 5 a.m., a 6 p.m., like, when Boy want to make the beat, Drake raps. If... We, if we taking the exact beat that Jack Harlow rapped on and put Nail Drake tech? on them, that would be hard. I don't be thinking the beats is crazy. All right, before we get up out of here, uh, I saw Power. The episode sucked, but I saw it. What? You hate every episode, I bro. You just bro. you a hater, bro. This Tommy show not good, bro. <laughs> It's it's cool. You a hater? Did you say it was fire last week? No, <laughs> like, I said episode bruh. one was. It's all over the place. Bro, shout out to my man's diamond, bro. Yeah, that was funny. Like he beat up his brother, and like yeah, you know you going get the fight or whatever. Da da da. Like, and Jeremiah's like the hood dude, and I'm like shout out to Fifty for keeping Jeremiah and things. <laughs> you know, salute to salute to Fifty and salute to Jeremiah. Yeah, he yeah, man, he look out for his people, bro. So look, bro, I think the show is cool, man. Look, y'all out there trying to tell me every show is good. So I told you, Raising Canaan was better than all of them, and it's better than all of them. It is. It is. <laughs> Streets caught a body. You feel it ain't have Paige heard it, so shout to Paige her. She she been her since everybody's Chris, bro. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's that good. But, um, yeah, streets need a body, bro. Streets need a body. I gotta go triple platinum, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Was it already went triple platinum? <laughs> if they in the 80s. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> you ain't her. But, yeah, um, but it's nothing else because you're not watching Bel Air like you should. I'm definitely gonna watch that shit. Uh, I caught up on Queens. Yeah, season finale of Queens. That was that was cool. That was that was pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. That's that not really that I know that you watch. Oh, Snowfall's coming back this week. That's gonna be hard. That's gonna be hard. Yeah, Snowfall's gonna be dope. I saw. Uh, did I tell y'all? I saw Abbott Elementary. You finally saw it. What you think? <laughs> you saw all four episodes? That's like eight episodes. Eight episodes? Like eight episodes on Hulu? All the episodes are on Hulu? I guess. I saw like eight episodes. It's only like four that's aired. You a liar because I've seen I'm, I'm like not, eight bro. of them, bro. I'm not, I'm not lying. It's like four or five episodes that aired. Let me see. 
Yeah, number of episodes eight. That's yeah. there's only been four that's aired. Oh really? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh-huh. So what do you yeah. think so far? It was, yeah, it's funny. Um, <laughs> oh boy, it's funny as shit. <laughs> I don't know what episodes you've seen yet. So. <laughs> the last but, episode that aired was uh when uh when her boyfriend performed. That was. <laughs> so did you see the Garden one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> he was like, "Yo, these niggas are killing them." <laughs> that was crazy. Um, oh, the dude gay. Who? The white dude. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. I thought you were going to say Tyler James Way. I was like, "What?" <laughs> wait, wait, he gay? No, he's not. <laughs> Oh man! Yo, the principal, she she's so flagrant. Bro. I hate her, bro. I hate her. She's so flagrant. So Yo, especially when like, remember in the well, early episode when that uh the the mom of the young student when she was like, you know, you really doing a good thing. I was like, oh, she looking at you. <laughs> I, I hop on that, and then she out of nowhere coming cop. I was like, bro. <laughs> nah, my man was like, have y'all seen this? <laughs> Yeah, nah, that's crazy. And they, she, she asked him to look up, look for a bed or something. And he, was, and he was like, "I hope you got what do you say, like good luck on the bed or something." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, they that got eight episodes funny. on Hulu. I might have to. We could binge them today, maybe, because it's only been like yeah, four that's aired. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I will mention that. That show is funny, man. It's good to see Todd James Williams. Uh, it's crazy to just see. Um, oh, I can't think of her name. Uh, Quinta Brunson, like from Vine to now, like that's dope. I thought she was a random person. No, remember, I, you know where she's from. I, I, some people didn't know, so that's what I'm asking. I don't want to assume, so I was going I'm to say at the time of Vine when I saw that. Oh yeah, I thought it was just a random person. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. I didn't know that she was like a comedian, right? Or like she was doing something. No, like, I, I agree big. with you. Okay, I thought that was some random clip. And a large, <laughs> and then they made a song on it, and it yeah. was funny. <laughs> you got money. <laughs> so I, I, and then they were like, "Yeah, I think somebody said, like, I wonder where she at." And then I think somebody like mentioned her or something, and then like she said, "Hey, yeah, blah, blah. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like you're a person, person. Yeah. And then even though I know you, you're probably gonna look at me and be like, "Really?" Remember I played you like this dude's rap, uh, like late last year, Zach Fox. That's the boyfriend that raps. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> That explains so much. Because I remember that being garbage, and I was like, this thing is trash. And you like, nah, man, he dope. He's dope, bro. He's hilarious. I was like, yo, this, he could be funny. That don't mean he good. <laughs> so you, you ain't like them raps you was singing to the kids about don't do drugs? <laughs> you wouldn't download that? <laughs> he should get hit with his own CDs. 
Yeah, nah, that stuff was funny. But no, the show was dope, man. Suit to them. Uh, shout out Shirley Ralph, legend. Um, why are you looking at me like who's, who's that? The black teacher. Oh, okay, that's her name. Yeah. Okay. She, yeah. So she is Ralph. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. What's up to that? Yeah. Yeah, um. Yeah, that was, that was a good show. I thought it was gonna be like um, like forty episodes long or something. I mean, but, it can be because this show is great, bro. It's thirty minutes. Like, yeah, hopefully they continue it, man. Yeah, I hope they get a lot of seasons. I mean, it's a mockumentary similar to Parks and Rec in the Office. Uh, I've never seen Parks and Rec. Well, if you like The Office, you'll like Parks and Rec. They got Have you seen The Office? I've seen bits and pieces. I've never like sat and watched. You're ridiculous. One bro. day but I'll, you, I'll, I'll But you'll watch some bullshit. That's what you you watch some bullshit. Maybe. But you ain't watch The Office. This is disgusting. I don't even know. What? Shout out to Steve Carell, man. He's been one of my favorites for a long time. How? How? Because I saw 40 Old Virgin and it changed my life. So, yes, I think that's one of the greatest that's movies weird. of all time. What? The 40 Old Virgin, bro? Yes. Of all time? Yes. So, where would you rank it? Top, what, 10? 7? No. Um, no. I'm <laughs> not when I, when I, So, everyone puts, like, Superbad as their top, like, movie of, of that type of genre. Superbad's not better than 40 Old Virgin. It's not. And okay. I tweeted that, and Romani Malco favorited it because he knows what's up, too, bro. First of all, I'm a bigger Romani Malco fan than you will ever be. Did he favor your tweet saying my argument we, was correct? We used to talk all the time on Twitter when he was Tawana Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Did he yeah, side yeah. with you in your argument? No. We, talk. We, we don't need to argue we're black brothers I wasn't okay? arguing with him I was arguing in yeah. general and he searched the tweet I didn't even at him bro he searched it but saw it dialogue. favored it cause but, he knew it was up bro but we've had dialogue like we back and forth yeah I, I told him thank you he hit me back so I appreciate it uh, that's no I mean like no, anyway <laughs> look you, know, you, you ain't know the Tawana Jackson list okay so Imagine how the fans do. But, um, the Freedom Run was funny. One of the best movies of all time. Is it better than Wedding Crashers? No, Mama Meatloaf! I need to see Wedding Crashers again. I don't think I've seen that in totality. I saw Wedding Crashers in the theater. I know I didn't. (laughs) Yeah, my dad was like, yeah, we're gonna see a movie. I was like, "Where? We should see Wedding Crashers." We <laughs> went to see Wedding Crashers. That was a funny movie. <laughs> like what? Nah, Forty Year Virgin don't beat Wedding Crashers. Are you crazy? Forty Year Virgin means a lot to me, and me mm-hmm. as like my adolescence and learning like about like life, bro. Forty Year what? You learned about life from 40 over Virgin. Bro, like 40 over Virgin, dog, that's that's the movie, bro. Maybe two things you learned in 40 over Virgin. Uh, I was going to say something wild. But no, nah, I mean, 
that I learned from 40 Year Virgin. Should I give you a troll answer or real? <laughs> I'm seriously asking you this question and you were going to troll me. <laughs> nah, I can't think of anything off the top. That Damn, but it's one of the greatest movies. It's one of my like, favorite movies. Based the impact on your life. It has. Like, Damn, you can't era, tell me two things. In the era where, like, okay, because in these adolescent movies, that's when you're learning about sex and whatnot, and you're just seeing, like, hey, what to do and not to do like then I always think of the funny scenes of like Romani Malco and Kevin Hart or uh, <laughs> or uh, you know with Steve Carell's getting the little wax and he's like oh Kelly Clarkson oh. like uh, Steph Rogen on like supreme horny time bro where they was like bro she's a freak you don't need that and then he just hops in the, in the bathtub <laughs> My man Steve Carell couldn't drive, so he just rode a bike everywhere. <laughs> uh oh. Was that you riding a bike everywhere? No, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, bro, like that movie, I mean, everyone loves Super Bad. Like, I remember Tyler showing me Super Bad. He was like, yo, you gotta watch this movie. We watched Super Bad in class in ninth grade. Never forget it. And it's a great movie. It's hilarious. I still laugh. McLovin is the GOAT. Yeah, Superbad was. I thought. I always thought Superbad was overrated. Mm, be careful where you say that. I like Superbad's always gonna be a classic movie. But if you ask me, yeah. which two were better? I gotta. Yeah, I probably gotta watch Superbad again to see. For the Virgin still, I'll never get my uncle. It was old. We went to Blockbuster in Clinton, and my uncle he got Forty Year Virgin. He picked it up. He was like, yeah, we about to go blockbuster. What y'all want? He's like, nah, you can't have this. This for me. I was like, okay. And then one day, my folks went out to dinner. My brother playing video games upstairs, and 40 Year Virgin came on TV. And I was hooked ever since. <laughs> I'm serious, bro. I'm giving you real so rap. Bad. I'm giving you I'm real giving stories. You real yeah, I guess my dad was more liberal when it came to movies. Like, we saw shit all the time. I don't know if it's like we couldn't or couldn't see it. It's just they weren't there. It can't, it, but it came on like TBS, so it's not like I saw the real version until later. Oh, TBS. At least they don't come in. Then we the other shit with it like freaking thing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I will say one of the movies that did that, like Meet the Fockers, bro. Oh, yo, man. that movie was so funny, bruh. Shout out to Ben Stiller, man. Ben Stiller always keep one in the chamber. Hey, speaking of movies, shout out to Adam, Shand- Adam Sandler's doing a movie with LeBron. And Adam Sandler always got a good movie. And he put all his homies on. Okay, one, Adam Sandler don't always have a good movie. There's time periods where we don't see an Adam Sandler movie for a minute. <laughs> but his movies usually be good, bro. Like, I've seen a lot yeah. of Adam he got yeah, no, classics, bro. Don't do. Mm, he got classics that I'll watch again, or were they great at the time? Both. <laughs> Longest Yard. I saw Longest Yard like a million times, though. So that's a classic. Happy Gilmore. 
Another classic. Um, yeah, I don't watch that. Waterboy. Classic. I hate that. I hate Are that. Oh my god! Because everybody be calling me Bobby boy? Boucher, bro. I'm like, yo, do you think you're clever because you came up because you said that? How do you like Bobby Boucher? Ooh, like they do all that shit. Like, yeah. How? They almost if if Ricky Bobby really caught on, it, they would have made me hate Tyler Dagger Knights too. You hate Waterboy, bro? Yeah. I remember the first time my mom showed me Waterboy. We were crying together. That stuff was funny. It was dope until people started trying to call me Bobby Boucher. I got to fight. He's the devil. (laughs) I just gave you three classics right there. I can keep going. (laughs) Uh, Grown Ups. Grown Ups isn't a classic. What? The first one? First one is a good one. I don't know if that's a classic. The first one was so dope. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. That's an underrated, like, gym. Did a lot for the LGBT community, bro. It was a good movie. No? All right, bro. Hey, this might offend your political connects. Live <laughs> 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 your truth. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that wasn't one of the ones. <laughs> nah, that movie, it came on not too long ago. I watched it, bro. I was like, it's still a good movie. I mean, gay movies that be fire, though. Like, <laughs> they got, like, gay movies that's fire. <laughs> that movie was fire. That came out of 07. That was really ahead of its time. No pun intended. I <laughs> was ahead of its time. That's a triple tantra. Don't ask me how. I was going to, you know. <laughs> nah, Adam Sandler, he... Adam Sandler's the man. Yeah, I mean, he can play basketball. Yeah, he's... Oh, you said a natural-born athlete. He'd be wearing the bummiest clothes and could drop 30. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's what all old people do now. Mm-hmm. You get a certain age, you can actually you know, just throw on something and go to the party. <laughs> But yeah, let's get up out of here so I can edit this and figure out what I'm going to do the rest of the day. Yeah, take a nap and then go to work. See, I should take my nap early. I might go to bed early. I don't know. I almost farted on air just now, but I think that's unprofessional. Thank you for letting the the listeners know that. I mean, we really want to get personal. I got to take a shit, so... Um, shout out to, <laughs> shout out to um, <laughs> shout out to NBA seventy five man that was great. Um, see that level of history and greatness, it's amazing. You know, shout out to Shaq being the goat. Um, shout out to LeBron and Michael Jordan for attending also. Um, <laughs> Magic Johnson. I can't wait for the Showtime series, man. That's gonna be. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be yeah. Yeah. Once they said Magic doesn't like how he's portrayed, it's gonna be fire, bruh. <laughs> of course, you scandalous people. But, um, yeah. <laughs> see, no shame. No. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah, it was great. Yeah, something made 75. Made it as far. Appreciate you listening. Um, big shout outs to my family. Shout out to. My cousin Ricardo, my cousin Chris, uh, and shout out to Miranda, Chris's wife, and I don't know Ricardo's baby mother, but they had children same day, 217, but I was wild. I was like, yo, two different cousins. Are they kids. brothers? No. They're, they're just my cousins on my mom's side. 
They both had so kids. They, oh, so they know each other? Yeah. Okay. So they both had kids on the same day. I thought that was really dope. Weird. So shout out to them. Um, yeah, did you see that white people post where it was like, yeah, yeah, I saw like it. Jail. <laughs> it was like, uh, lifetime is eating this up. <laughs> um. So yeah, shout out to my family on that. Uh, shout out to the wedding I'm going to on two twenty two twenty two. Taylor's cousins. That's gonna be dope. Uh, Somebody said they're getting married soon. Yeah, but um, <laughs> other than that, man, that's pretty much it. I gotta do some editing and call it a night. So, y'all be safe, y'all be blessed. Until next time, peace. Peace.